0: Last week, we had Carrie Pack on the show to talk about her own writing. In this episode, she's here to talk about queer women in historically based books by other authors that she's particularly enjoyed. Welcome back, Carrie. Hi, good to be back. So let's plunge right in. What's your first book?
1: Um, actually, my first one's kind of um, incidentally historical because it feels historical. I'm not sure it was intended to be, <laughs> but um, I'm, a bi- I'm a big fan of Melinda Lowe uh-huh. um, and i uh, And. I, you know, her stuff is, is largely contemporary, but if you look at some of her, um, fantasy stuff, um, Ash is one of my all time faves and it feels historical because it's the Cinderella retelling. So, um, I, I, really, if, if, if anyone listening hasn't read that yet, um, it's just a really great, uh, different take on Cinderella where, you know, Cinderella kind of falls for basically the huntress that's been hired to, you know, well, no, that's Snow White, never mind. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she um, Ash is, is you know falls for another woman in that book, and 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 it was one of the very first lesbian stories that I read, and and for that reason, it just holds a really special place in my heart. Yeah, and she um, takes
0: the a, a very common fantasy approach of setting it in a you know vaguely mishmash historical medieval sort of thing. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, I read that when it first came out. It's fabulous.
1: There's another one I'm really looking forward to that doesn't come out until uh, November 13th, but it is um, Robin Tolly, who is a very well-known uh, lesbian YA author. And she previously, I think her previous historical was Lies We Tell Ourselves, takes place in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. But she's got a new one coming out in November called Pulp. And um, I'm really interested in it because, um, like with Girls on the Side, it's very much rooted in some literary history of uh, queer culture. But this, uh, it's kind of a half and half. So it's half contemporary, half historical, um, where one of her uh, point of view characters is in the past. Uh-huh. So I'm really looking forward to that. But obviously, I haven't read it yet because it doesn't come out until November. So is
0: it is it more of a parallel story or is it an actual time slip with consciousness going back and forth? or?
1: The way that I the way that I read it is that it's kind of they're both dealing with it. Kind of reminded me of um, oh gosh, what's the one where like they're reading letters from oh
0: uh, what, what, Lake House or something like that or.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, but I don't think it's got that supernatural oh, okay. of element. Might be a little more kind of like Julie and Julia, where she's like inspired by ah, reading. So this, parallel this writing of parallel lives. Yeah, you. I think it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, that that works really nicely as a as a way of doing the compare and contrast thing.
1: Yeah, it's about it's about a um, a character in uh, the nineteen fifties uh, who's who's gay or who's queer. I, I, I'm not. She doesn't really kind of say for sure, but. That she's, you know, discovers a series of books about women falling in love with other women. And then the contemporary part of the story is that she's uh, the character is doing a uh, senior project on 1950s lesbian pulp fiction. So the two are intertwined in that way but they're parallel in that sense but but I just thought that was really fascinating mm-hmm. too because it's kind of kind of like what I said I did with girls on the side which is kind of re- looking at some history through the lens of of a contemporary approach uh-huh. so um, that's why I'm really excited about cool. it plus I I love all those uh, old lesbian pulp <laughs> novels you know they just had such they were so like um lurid and and tantalizing and and you know but also just what a great cultural you know point to really talk about, you know, so I think it could be a really fun, interesting novel. Uh-huh. Anything else? Um, that's kind of it. I still, you know, I have, I have immense guilt that <sighs> I, uh, had a friend recommend to me Tipping the Velvet many, many times, and I still have, have I have it on my Kindle and have not read it. And I'm like, it's just, I, I, I want to read it so desperately, but it's one of those, like, I want it to be as good as it is in my mind, and I uh-huh. just... I'm not. It's like it's the same reason I never read like Gone with the Wind when I was a big fan of the movie. It's like I didn't want something to ruin the the idea I had in my head. And
0: yeah, and and I and I think it's one of those books where if if you're gonna read the book, read it before you see the movie because you can't unsee. And and movies yeah. always movies always change things. But uh, but it's yeah, it's a it's a very different flavor of book than you know say the, the run of the run of the mill lesfic. it's it's very dark yeah. and bleak in some ways even though it has a happy ending it's uh, interesting
1: i mean i think that's the part for me writing anything historical that i want to get away from is the bleakness you know i i feel like there's we've had so much bleakness mm-hmm. and there's there's a place for that and there's a place for telling those authentic struggles but you know i want i want some happy stuff and i want to write some happy stuff so I think that's where my writing will probably go next and where my reading is really focused too. So yeah. hopefully there's there's more of that stuff coming out. And, and I think
0: one of the things that that's unfair is people say, oh, well, you know, life was horrible in history for queer people. But, you know, life was horrible in history for 99.9% of people. So if we're going right. to allow ourselves to write happy endings for straight characters all throughout history, then we should have the same right to completely ignore the histo- historical awfulness and write happy stories for queer people in history.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at look at all the historical romances, you know, that, and, and like, some of them cover like a 20-year time period, you know, and it's like, if all those women who couldn't own land or vote or, you know... Uh, had to submit to their husbands all that stuff if they can have happy endings so can all the lesbian and bisexual women out there they can Uh absolutely (laughs) you know come on come on
0: so I'll put links to the books you mentioned in the show notes and thank you so much for coming on the show to share your favorite books with us thank you